Yes, gang, welcome back to this week's Off The Record DJ podcast and in today's episode... Stems finally comes to CDJs, kind of. Seven things that will make you a better DJ. Somebody tell Stephen Bartlett to give us a buzz. Roll the titles. Music, industry talk, stories, equipment and more. We are Crossfader and this is Off, 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 off the Record. Off the Record. Off the Record. Always an interesting start, this podcast. We don't know if, we don't know if you can hear them titles, but we'll edit them if you can. <laughs> Welcome back to this week's Off the Records off the record, off the record podcast, uh, regular episode today. We've been we've been guest heavy. Yeah, we hope you're enjoying it. And actually, we, we I'm going to put if you're listening on Spotify, I'm going to put a little question box in Spotify. Um, just write down a guest that you might like in the studio. So we've had some fun guests at the minute. Chapter and verse, Joel Bell. We've got two more guests coming out. Yeah, uh, two more to interview. So a total of at least four before the end of the year. Um, all different walks of life, different DJs, different types of DJs. So we can't wait for you to hear them. It's been exciting. I've I've enjoyed yeah. being the listener. Yeah. And, and yeah. actually yeah. on the podcast as well, I've enjoyed being the person listening and actually getting a lot yeah. of insight from these guests just as much as I'm hoping everyone else is. So what, what I love is that, you know, we, we kind of get used to this studio, but when anyone comes in, they're always kind of blown away. Yeah, lose their mind a bit. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think because we're... We're usually so stressed in the studio that we look at <laughs> we look at it a different way. <laughs> Whereas yeah. everyone just comes in and like, oh my god, there's like three nice cameras and beautiful lights and, and all all the DJ equipment you could ever want in here. And we're like, yeah, but the stress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it's been great to have some guests on. So yeah, write down um, what guests you want to see. We are back live again this week. So hello if you're watching on YouTube, Twitch, and I think Facebook as well. Uh, so if you want your question answered at the end of this podcast. We love answering your questions, so please let us know your questions and put them in the question box. Uh, it can be about anything. Uh, we'll talk about stems first. Um, so big announcement from Pioneer this week, their beta version of their new update, their updated software, Serato 3.1, landed this week. Um, and it's basically bringing stems to their um, official Serato accessories, which they call OSAs, which I'm pretty sure they've just made up. Yeah, well, <laughs> They're trying to push this OSA, but there's their stuff. There's Serato cool. stuff. Yeah, so um, the anything Serato, basically, um, you can now replace um, the onboard pads for stems. So, for example, your CDJ3000 that had the eight hot cue pads across the top, they can now be replaced with stems. Uh, now, with the 3000 in particular, obvious limitations, you can't, like, then jump back on board to go back to hot cues. So there is like limitations and there's workarounds, but one step at a time. Yeah. <laughs> but um, just to give you a list of all of the um, equipment that that has come to is the Akai Pro AFX, the Denon um, Prime Series, so all the Denon, new Denon Prime Series, Reloop Neon, um, Reloop RP8000 and RP8000 Mac 2, Rain 12, Rain 12 Mac 2. They're the yeah. most exciting ones for me. I think yeah. that's, yeah. you know, the products that have been out like that yeah. for a while, that especially for the turntable side of the industry, mm. where they're going to really make use of the stems to be able to then access those, you know, and toggle them on and off directly on the equipment. I think that's the most exciting in the list for me. Keep going. Yeah, DDJ SP1, XP2, uh, CDJ 3000, 2000, 2000 Nexus and 2000 Nexus 2. Um, like Jamie said, like for the turntablist um, kind of equipment, it's absolutely... It's, it's, Again, game, it's the, game changing. The add-on controllers, the yeah. XP2, yeah. XP2, XP2 yeah, on big. SP1. 
great. So great good. Um, mm. Like I say, with the with the CDJs, there's like still limitations. There still needs to be like a button to go like go back to hot cues at the minute. But again. Uh, anything that comes out we always go but what about this yeah, <laughs> let's yeah, just always let's just celebrate just the, enjoy it let's just celebrate the win it worked perfectly for me be, there wasn't any like i say it's in beta so don't go and download it and then go out and then it break Kick and then with blame, it, yeah. blame us mm-hmm. um so it is in beta and i like it when serato do this because they do really really good testing and they test it as long as they can um so go and um you know use it in your bedroom use it in your practice sessions um and, and see. if you find bugs let them know yeah, <laughs> yeah literally that's that's the whole point of it so um yeah exciting news in the dj industry um yeah so last night we went on a big team night out it was a fun big one night. different one um not sort of dj related obviously we usually go to like part life festival or oh we go and see kendrick lamar and stuff yeah. like that. but a uh, bit of a different one um we're big fans of stephen bartlett and the diary of the ceo and we found out he's literally like a walking distance away from us at the for those that don't know yes, though he I'm, is like the uk's number one podcast I'm, yeah, yes. okay, I'm gonna, yeah so, so yeah <laughs> so he's the well i think in i think in in the world it's the it's the fastest growing podcast i know it's hit number one in the american charts over joe rogan a few times so yeah. i'm pretty sure everyone kind of knows who he is if you don't yet check him out yeah he's like a very young very successful man and yep. he's got one of the biggest podcasts in the world so he has really interesting guests on um and he's a great speaker so we went down there to sort of listen to him and to get some inspiration mm-hmm. it was sick wasn't it yeah really yeah. good and uh, he spoke about djing he spoke about DJing, <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is awesome yeah we're gonna come on to it and um uh, and so I've read his new book. You've not read it yet, have you? Not you've yet. got it, but you've you ordered it or something. I've got, got it. I've got I'm it. just waiting. I'm gonna I'm gonna read it while um, I'm off on paternity. And I think a good thing about uh, like us being teachers is like we want to get we want to get information from sort of everywhere and bring it into the DJ industry to be able to sort of teach you. Mm. So we take inspiration from all aspects of life and try and put it inside of either courses or in the tuition or in the tutorials or in the entertainment. Yep. Um, and I having to uh, read through his book, there was the it's basically like fundamental laws to make you a successful person and a businessman and business person and all this kind of thing. And there's loads of like mental little models and systems. And I thought we could talk through seven of them that I think are really powerful that we can apply to DJing. Um, so we're going to go through them uh, one by one. And the first mental law uh, is called, um, you do not get to choose what you believe. So this is a whole kind of belief system and it's kind of ingrained a lot in DJing as well. If you think about people who hate sync and like yeah. you're only a turntable yeah, yeah, yeah. and that kind of like mental model. Uh, and he painted a really good picture last night. It's like, you can't really choose what you, to be- what you believe without like the evidence to back it up basically. Mm. So, if you think about yeah, you got your gun, your gun to someone's head, and I and you know someone's about to die, and I say, oh, you know, believe that I'm Jesus Christ. You can't believe that, can you? No. No. It's actually impossible without any, lie. without any evidence. A true belief. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's a true belief, and I think that once you can sort of get out of this like limiting belief, like of like, oh, you know, no one will follow me on Instagram. Like, there's no point posting on social media. Like, yeah. no point posting mixed on social media because no one will see them. Yeah. So without the evidence to back it up, like, you, of course you're going to believe that, and you might post like one TikTok and it gets no views, and you're like, yep. Yeah, See, it doesn't work. Until you like pass that mental model of of getting past that and having the evidence to back it up, mm. then you're not going to believe it. Are you going to talk about the spider? I am going to come. I'm going to back <laughs> it up with the spider. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah, go. yeah, yeah. Spider one's good. So we'll put two in one. We'll put two in one. So the next one is basically the spider. What the spider in the circle is like the next framework. Yeah. Whereas uh, there was a test done in I don't know in the 80s or 90s where they put put spider on a the table. They drew a circle around it and with it with pen and the spider wouldn't go outside of that circle. So they made it s- smaller and smaller. Um, and the spider wouldn't go past the circle. It, it believed that it was a wall that you couldn't cross. But once the spider touched the circle and realised it, it was just a pen, it could go past it, you could not then draw another circle around it. So again, yeah. it's this mental image in your brain of 
until you have some evidence to believe the contrary to what you believe, you can't get out of that psychology. Mm. So I guess it's like taking a step out of your comfort zone yeah. on, on a regular basis yeah. to build evidence that you can actually do it. I think that that is purely it. And just to bring it back to DJing, I think it's that thing. There's so many people out there that think I'm never going to make it. Like yeah. I watch these other DJs and, you know, they've made it. I'm never going to be at that point. Um, and obviously telling yourself that that's not going to happen. But yeah. it's also that thing of without trying, you don't know. So you've got to try mm. something and then that might allow you to step over one of those circles, like yeah, you say. Yeah. So maybe it's, you know, I I, oh, I can't get a gig at this, you know, super yeah. club that is like my dream. Like, I'm just not good enough for that yet. Um, and it, maybe it's a case of, okay, well, just go and talk to someone there. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and then maybe you think, oh, there's actually a possibility now because I've actually spoken to someone. Um, and I think it goes back to skills as well. You might mm. think, oh, I just, I, I, I can't believe that I can, you know, be as good as, yeah. yeah, my favorite DJ. Yeah, they've yeah, yeah. spent they've spent their whole life doing this, and I've already used up thirty years of my life, yeah, and I'm yeah. starting now at a later age. But actually, just take it one step at a time, and every time you get a little bit closer and learn a new skill, it, you, you're stepping over those circles every time and going, well, actually, yep. like, yeah, I'm as good as yeah. you know, I'm fifty percent as good as them now. Yeah. Great, yeah. it's better than I was two years ago. Yeah. So you yeah, know, yeah, absolutely. We can relate back to CrossFit. I remember like beginning of the year when we started making our sort of music management course, we realized we we're going to do that. I was like, how can I teach anyone about music management? It's awful. Like mine, mine's yeah. so bad. And yeah. then you just go down this like journey of learning from other people and other and, and learning yourself. And then once you do the thing and you've got evidence that you can do the thing, then you can sort of go out and teach it to others, which is like, again, just putting, getting out of that comfort zone and like giving yourself some evidence that you can do what you want to do. Mm -hmm. um, the third sort of mental model, mental framework is prioritizing your foundation. So basically the foundation of being successful, being sort of just generally happy in life and being a successful DJ, all, all comes down to basically your, your health and looking after your yeah. health. And it's like, I think, you know, as a generalization, most DJs don't live a healthy lifestyle. It's a weird, it's a weird job. Yeah, it, it's weird times at six in the morning. There's not that. You, there's not many places open you can go eat apart from fast food chains. And, no, you know. So I think this also brings it back to age quite yeah quite well as well because at, at 17, 18 years old, if you're starting out like how I did, you know, in clubs you kind of get away with it for a while. Mm. You know, you yeah. end up partying yeah. loads, your body can recover and you yeah. just power through and you become part of the party. Yeah. As years went on, yeah. um, my body did not allow that. Not allow that. Um, <laughs> and I could see that happening. You know, there's times where I would be turned up to gigs so hungover because I wasn't bouncing back the next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm not enjoying this. And then it's bringing me down. It's bringing my yeah. outlook on DJing down because I'm just literally, I'm feeling depressed yeah. going to DJ because yeah, of yeah. the night before. Yeah. And it's like, wh what is going on here? I'm meant to enjoy this. And it is, it does go hand in hand. And the hardest thing is, is because you're in that environment, mm. you're, you're providing a party. And part of that is we were so easy to fall into the trap of you know i've got to be part of the party by joining in by drinking by you know having fun um and i think it's finding the fun in the gig without you know yeah drink having to relying on it relying yeah. on it yeah yeah for sure. yeah like you say when you're younger you, you, you just you, you, you kind of wake up again you're like yeah it. it's all right because i'll be back on it in like you know six hours on or whatever um and you know and, and that's fine to a point but and you know, it's it's not. It's like obviously you can you can still do um, both things. You can still have a great time, yeah. And then you know, a few days off, you're you're working out, you're eating well, and if you if you can take care of that side of it, like your, your DJ career will accelerate at such a 
a, a more rapid rate because you're you're more awake in the daytime. So then maybe you can mm. you 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 got energy to like film content and I think that's the key point here. In it, I like think that's the key just, point. Just being in the right frame of mind, like you know, if you're if you're you know eating late at six o'clock and getting in, like then your body's trying to digest food when you're doing to sleep, so you're not actually yeah. having a good sleep anyway. Like yeah. it's just like if you can prioritize your foundation, like all the rest of it kind of will fall into place a little bit. It is unsociable hours. That's something as well. Once you start gigging more mm. often, I found this, my hours were split for the week. So like yeah. some nights I'd be going to bed at the usual 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, which yeah. is like for most people normal. But then other nights I'd be going to bed at five or 6 a.m. Mm. And that's like a total different time zone. And I was literally back and forth between two time zones, which is, is terrible for you really. <laughs> yeah. um, and this is where it's almost that thing of like, you kind of want to stick to one time zone. So even if you're not gigging, you could, you know, go to bed later, but still be productive with that time. Not just sit around and be like, well, I'm not gigging, so I'll just sit in front of the TV. Like use that as your productive DJing time. There's so many people that are like, I don't have enough time, um, yeah. which we might get onto a point about that, but that is that thing. You know, if you're not at a gig, treat it as such as that this is my time to DJ, whether it's in front of a crowd or not. Yeah, I'm on the decks between 11 p.m. and 3 a.m., you yes. know. <laughs> Maybe, maybe that works for you. Maybe yeah, not. Hundred um, percent. Yeah. The the fourth one is all about friction. So it was a great part in the speech last night in, in his talk last night where yeah. Stephen Bartley he's trying to become a DJ. Well, he doesn't want to become a DJ, but his, his hobby is DJing. So he's been mm. trying to like learn how to DJ for a couple of years. Um, and he said that the, he's been learning a lot faster lately because he's he's basically put his decks in his kitchen and everything's set up ready to go. So that when he flicks the switch on his on his wall, everything turns on. So there's no having to get it out of the box and then put yeah. it on your table, plug in all the wires and then, you know, set up a camera and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And that goes for like saying, like we have, the, we have the same issue right now where this podcast isn't set up, like ready to go every week. We have to use the cameras and film some content on the other wall. And we're trying to figure out how we make this less friction because it takes away, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes of our days, well, Danny's day, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. setting up this area. Yeah. So that is friction. So then it's, it becomes less about, let's just get in and, and be able to do this. Yeah. You know, it's like I was taking 20 minutes away from something else, which is yeah. quite precious. So having that friction, like if uh, coming down to like a content level, mm. you know, if you're having to set up your equipment and get it out of the box and put it on your table every time and then mm. set up a camera, check the angles, it, it, it gives you a reason to not want to do it. Yeah. Um, for it sh- also takes you out of the creative mindset yeah. because you've gone into an analytical and organizational yeah. mindset. Yeah. So yeah. if you, a lot of the time, inspiration strikes at random times, right? Big time. And you just think, like, oh, I wonder what it'd be like to mix these two tunes together. Or I've got this idea like, oh, that sounded really good, that video I just watched. And I kind of want to like take inspiration from that and go you, do it. You pulled the vinyl out earlier. Yeah. And you were like, I just want to mix vinyl. But to set up oh, the vinyl- yeah. would, like, I'm not going to do it. Like 20 minutes. Yeah, but yeah. I would have loved to have just mixed two tunes yeah. at one yeah. moment yeah, in time. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. Then. yeah, exactly that. And I think it's that thing of, if you can just take that moment where you're in that inspiration and just go, boom, I'm boom. on and I can act you know activate that i can you know action it that is that sweet spot yeah because there's so many times where there's other things in life that i've had the same thing i'm like right i'm ready to do this and then oh man i've got to like now switch my brain over and once it gets around to i'm like i'm not really in the zone anymore you're set up up at home like ready to go i do yeah but like that's one thing that he like said last night that the reason it's in the kitchen because if it was in a spare room you put it off you're like oh well in the kitchen it's in the way like i have to do it like (laughs) you could get a glass of water and mix and it's like yeah it makes a lot of sense doesn't it like anything that your brain can just be like oh i'll do that later you're not gonna do it because yeah you do it 100 percent um the next sort of mental model is you must become a plan a thinker now we've got a 
podcast coming out with a, a really talented DJ called Annabelle. I'll be out in the next two or three weeks. Um, and she talks a lot about sort of basically leaving a job and just becoming a full-time DJ without any sort of evidence that she could do it. Um, yeah. And she's now like doing it and thriving. And I think that it's a big, it's a big commitment. If you're, if you're, if you really like really want to become a DJ, but you've got a part-time job, you know, that is, that, that means you've got like a plan B and you can't really go full at it. So obviously like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, leave your job today, like leave it right now. But I mean, we've, we've all been in that position where we've just gone full at it and there's no yeah. plan B and you'd be so, like so surprised of like how resourceful you would be to like get to your A goal, like yeah. to get to your like position. It's because like everything's on the line for you, isn't it? You know, yeah. you, your only focus is that one thing and I yeah. feel like that's when you throw everything into yeah, yeah, it yeah. you're more likely to achieve it yeah you just become more resourceful it's like if you get a, if you get a letter today like uh, like 50 pound fine and it says if you don't pay this in 24 hours it's going to be five grand yeah, like, you you'll find 50 pound yeah. out of nowhere yeah, like yeah. Um, so if you can become more of a planet thinker and it doesn't have to be like as extreme like right now like you know leave your job but if you're if you're you know young listen to this and you sort of you've been doing it for a hobby or something like that. You yeah. know, there's there's no reason you can't like, go fully into it. Um, or if you're sort of a, a low paid job and you've got a couple of gigs here and there, you can always go and get another low paid job that you're not that you're not sort of interested in. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? If you're not, mm. if you, the job you're doing at the minute, you can get another one. I, th I think <laughs> what people struggle with here, the yeah. big hurdle for this, and this is the word of warning, is that a lot of time people think, well, if I quit my job, then I've, I've, I've committed myself to this other passion, DJing. Yeah. They quit their other job and they go, right, I'm, I'm committed. I'm a DJ now, but yeah. they don't action anything. Right, okay. So yeah. they'll sit there and go, okay, I'm a DJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, where's, where's the opportunity? Where's, where's the gigs? Gig? Like, yeah. And they'll do a bit and then it doesn't work and they're like, oh, well, I should I should have got a gig now because I've put something out there. And it's, <laughs> it's that thing of almost committing to something without actioning anything. So you've got to commit to plan A, but you've also got to, action it as well and i think this is where there's a, there's a nice middle ground because it's a common thing is like when do i stop my job and become a full-time dj or artist or follow my passion full-time and it's like when when you have run, literally run out of any other time in the day and you've started to gain some traction with yeah. all those other hours you're putting in the little hours here and there with the mm -hmm. practicing and putting content out and things when you've literally maxed out all those spare hours like genuinely yeah, maxed, maxed them out and you feel like there's a bit of traction going, then you could probably quit your other main job and yep. just go straight into the side hustle, which people like to call it, but yep. that yep. would be DJing, your yep. passion. And you can commit to that because you've already established like a routine, mm. you've established a work ethic around it, an output around it. And that is sort of, I think, the point to make that big commitment. Yeah. It's not yeah. before you've started yeah. that routine and think, right, well, if I if I quit my job, I'm going to open up 10 more hours in the day. So then I'm going to do it. Yeah. Start doing it now and find those extra yeah. hours yeah. in the other side of your life. Yeah. Like, and, and it's a great sort of, what you're doing is if you're, let's let's just take content, for example. If you're, if you're posting like daily content and nobody's watching, it, that doesn't matter for the response. What, what you're teaching like your brain to do is like, you are the person that shows up every day and posts every day even though no one's watching. Yeah. So that when people are watching, that, that's not, that mental model's not going to change. Mm -hmm. You're going to keep that system like ingrained in you. It's just like creating a habit. Yep. Um, 100%. The next one is what we do a lot of, which is uh, leveraging um, the power of progress. So it's all about small wins. We talk a lot about this in, the, in our How to Get Gigs course, which is like um, falling in love with the, the journey and the process. And like, there's no like, 
there's no like destination which will like sort of satisfy you and fulfill you. So yeah. if you look at like CrossFader, for example, if you'd have told us, you know, five years ago, you'd have half a million subscribers, 200,000 on Instagram, we'd have been like, boom, yeah, that's it. That, that is literally all we want. Yeah. That's it. But when we, now we're here, we're a million miles away from where we need to be. So yeah. what we need to do is we create really small progress uh, topics and, and checklists like every week that we can tick off. So we feel like we're winning small, like every week, yeah. but it's a win and it's, it's a win in the right direction yeah. because there's no like, there's no like end goal. There's no like, well, we need 1 million YouTube uh, subscribers. Then we're, then we're done. Then we can just close crossfader. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for coming. It's done. Right. And it's the same in like, it's the same with DJing. Like if you can fall in love with the, the process of it and be like, right, I'm going to post five times this week. I'm going to record two one hour mixes this week yeah and then it's like tick box and literally have something where it's you are seeing like a green like light or a check or yeah. something like a little spreadsheet or just in your notes where you're like right i'm recording a youtube video this week and it's like tick i can see it in green progress yeah, yeah. We, we do it a lot don't mm. we yeah. yeah for sure for sure and it doesn't even have to be i know we talk a lot about content it doesn't yeah. even have no, to it be have from to be a content that. perspective yeah. it a could mix. be like i'm just going to practice for an hour yeah. but if you write down practice for one hour on this day at this time Where and then you it can gets see to it. that day at that time you go and practice and then you tick it off you get that little hit of like boom oh i did that and yeah. i got something from it and then you take that win and you go i'm going to apply that win to my next practice session and it builds up from there and mm. i think you know it can be applied in so many aspects yeah as as a dj whether it is you're trying to make it as a dj or whether it is you just want to get better at this 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 craft or this hobby this this skill yeah. um it can be applied in that way but use those wins to to fuel the momentum for yeah. sure i don't know if you read it but will smith yeah. put that really well in his oh, book he it? was like focus on one brick at a time and eventually you'll have a wall have a wall his dad his dad made him that was it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. just yeah. focus on the brick and laying the one brick well it's like yeah like Grandparents always say, "Look after the pennies and the pounds. Look after the yeah, exactly." It's yeah, like yeah. that, isn't it? Yeah. Lots of small uh, this. Wins. This last one's probably my favourite one. So the seventh and final one is: your skills are worthless, but your context is valuable. So, for example, right? Um, you know, I'm not a bad DJ if I say so myself, right? <laughs> so, all right, mate. Go, I've yeah. got I've got three types of gigs this um, this month, right? I've got uh, a residency gig, I've got a private party, and I've got a wedding. I'm getting paid £250 for the residency. I'm getting paid nearly £600 for the private party. And I'm getting paid £1,000 for the wedding. So the, the the context in which my skills are being applied to three different areas uh, re reflect the outcome of the opportunity. So it's like, if, for example, you're, if you're like a club DJ and you want some like more income, then you can take your same skills that you have, nothing different, and approach wedding venues and get a higher pay for doing the same job yeah yep. it's like if i if i go and do a dj set in dubai i'll probably get paid 10 times more whereas if i go to like i don't know syria i probably won't get paid anything <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah. mm. so it's like yeah. your your skill if you can just take your skills into a different area of yeah. a, a, the sector or an industry or or if you go into more uh, corporate events or wedding events or if you if you're just like DJ in your bedroom, can you get yeah. to a local bar or you know it, it, your your skills are nothing without the context of where they are. So you might be able to change your location if you're like you know young yeah. and you, you want to move out of the city or something. If you can move to a bigger city, I guarantee if I move to London, I'll probably get more weight, more more money. Yeah. Um. So it's about 
the the context in which your skills are applied is is like the most valuable thing essentially value is different in different places that's the thing and understanding that and knowing that okay well i got paid loads for that gig so i should now get all my gigs paid like that and it it doesn't work like that you know um you you kind of have to pick and choose and and go okay well for this kind of output Mm. you know i could get this wage or this wage but the opportunities you know i might get more opportunities of the lower wage and then you the one opportunity every few months for that higher wage so you've got to balance them out and i think that's where it's important like you've just highlighted you know taking three different gigs at three different wages um helps to kind of fill out that entire year of like kind of make it as a dj you know financially as well yeah Yeah. so they are the seven models um so if you've got any questions about them guys let us know put them in the chat and we'll get to some questions at the end but it's time for this rated drama it's all over the place people arguing fighting all up in your face rated drama rated drama stop I did have the uh, the jingle on here for, oh. for those viewers. Next, next week. Next week, you'll, you'll have visuals. <laughs> <laughs> right, strap in, lads. It's a long one. I played a gig last weekend at a venue that I've DJed at before. It's marketed as a freestyle night, but I often go into other stuff depending on the vibe. But the vibe is usually old school. It was a fun night, but every once in a while, someone gets fucked up and becomes irritating with requests. Standard, right? Standard. Mm. Um, uh, asking for stuff that's not even in the realms of what we do. Whatever, we all deal with it. This time, there was a drunk girl there for her birthday who was clearly wasted and being irritating beyond repair, right? <laughs> it started with a few requests, fine. This escalated to a particular trap birthday song. I like this girl. <laughs> 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 into a, uh, where am I? This escalated into a trap birthday song that I didn't have. So she went to the management demanding to turn the music oh, off and plug her it- phone in and play uh, and as they bring out her birthday cake, <laughs> right? <laughs> this is in a club. Come get your girl, bro. <laughs> right. Um, wow. I was irritated because it was 100% di- like not within tone of the night. But um, he made it work. Okay. Then she demanded the management cut me off and she drunkenly yelled to the whole party, um, which, by the way, this was like a club, but only like 10 people were with her party. So it wasn't oh. like it wasn't like a private party. This is the thing. She's yeah. acting like yeah. she'd hired the venue. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. She progressively got drunker and drunker, and it was fine. It ended okay. But basically, the manager did uh, ask me to turn the music off and did ask me to play the song. So, And he's a personal friend of mine, but I was just really pissed off that he interrupted the set twice for some drunken person. Yeah, um, yeah it goes on and on and on. Yeah, but what thoughts... Right, I, I, I kind of want to back up the other yeah, side of yeah, this yeah, yeah. now. So I kind of want to think, right, all of that aggro that you went through, was it worth it for that yeah. one song? Yeah. Um, where you could have kind of made a thing of it, you know, if, if, if it got to that point, I would have probably got on the microphone and be like, right, everyone, yeah. it's this girl's birthday in this club. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And she's desperate for a song. Yeah. And I want you all to celebrate with her. Yeah. We're going to play it for her. Boom. Yeah. And then it brings her into the vibe of, it's not just 10 people that are with her. Yeah. There's a whole club that are with her. And you've gone you know what, I'm going to lean into this situation because I'm not going to win here and it's, yeah. it's causing me aggro. So can I do something creative off the back of it and actually make my set 10 times better by bringing the whole club on board and just doing something that that, that lifts her night up? She'll remember it forevermore because she's like desperate for everyone to pay her some attention. For sure. And, and, and it's a win-win. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's a great sort of mental model to, to go off. So it, this is all a mental thing. So this is what he kind of goes on to say, and you'll get a sense of his mentality. He might just been having a bad night, this guy. Right? Maybe, <laughs> I'm yeah. not, I'm not, I, I get it. I, I get it. It's super annoying. It was a mess, honestly. I feel like I'm done playing in venues where I'm 
direct on the floor, in the crowd, um, and I get all this like ridiculous nonsense. Um, this isn't a wedding. I charge double to do weddings for this reason. Um, I, yeah, blah, blah, blah. So you can tell that- I think he's having a bad day. He's had a bad night, and yeah, yeah. he's just like tired of like requests and all that kind of, which yeah. it gets to a point, I totally get it. I've been there sometimes, You but like you say, you, you've got two options and it's like, yeah. you do that and you get annoyed and it's like, you, you're actually not even being annoyed at her. You're just being annoyed in your own in head. In the situation, yeah. yeah. It's like, you can't be, as a DJ, you can't be mad at the manager because if the manager's come over and wanting yeah. you to sort out the customer, they see it as like the customer's always right. They're paying to be there. They're paying for drinks. Yeah. You know, they paid their entry and whatever. It's like, make the customer happy and you know, you'll keep the manager happy. So I don't know. As a, as a DJ and like as a resident DJ and you're playing in venues like that, you're there for to provide entertainment, and that's yeah. all around entertainment in a sense. It's not don't just narrow yourself down as like I am just providing the music, and everything else comes from everywhere else. It's like at the end of the day, like you're curating that whole experience through the music, but the, the, all these things that come with it—the birthdays, the random requests, yeah. the interactions <laughs> with the audience, yeah. with the crowd—you know—if they want to come and talk to you, like mm. just being kind goes a long way. I get it. It gets super annoying when people are drunk and they're coming up and requesting. I've had it plenty of times and the amount of times where I'm like just nodding while I'm DJing and they are talking in my ear and I'm just like, okay, oh, okay. cool, right, yeah. yeah. And just, you know, eventually they get the point. More I feel fun. like this would have been a very different story if she'd have given him money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely would. She, well, she, yeah, she's probably bought like the biggest bottle in the club. Yeah. So the manager's like, Bro, please. Just play the song. <laughs> yeah. Like 50 grand bottle of Chris Dallas. We're like, yeah, let's just play the, let's play the tune. Right, lads, do you want a game? Yes. It is the Crossfader Chart Challenge. Every week, Danny and Jamie are working as a team. They've got seven spots in their chart. And I'm going to play them a random seven songs. And once they enter the chart, they cannot be moved. So if they put a song at number four, it can't be moved, even if they want it to because yep. I'll headlock them. Uh, <laughs> um, this week, I will I will apologise ahead of time a little bit to international listeners, because this is a, a, a slightly UK. You'll know a few, but, but we're doing, guys, Back of the Bus, Bluetooth Classic. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> yes. So, uh, Back of the Bus, UK, Back of the Bus, when, when like, what, what were they? Sony Walkman, Sony Ericsson. Sony Ericsson. Walkmans, oh, yeah. If you're around oh, 30 yeah. or over, you'll know about this. Yeah. But basically, yeah, throwback... Like, I, I'm I guess, excited I guess for this one. I guess they'll be considered a bit cheesy now, but at the time they were bangers, right? So yeah. there might be a few. There's a few US ones as it's well. It's like you, you, you're a young teenager and yeah. you just want to cause people to like feel uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. So you just play music on your phone really loud and yeah. all the adults are like, oh, then yeah. kids there, but you just lean into it as a kid. Right, I am starting strong here. Are you ready? Oh. It's gonna be. Oh. <laughs> See, P's and Q's, right? Okay. I love this okay. song so much. I've got a vinyl. All my top oh. boy crew. Yeah. Oh my God! I might just no. bear with me. Be right this, back. This is gonna be very hard for yeah. us. Really hard. So, just it isn't. Oh. I, I don't. I won't usually help you out. It, it's not all this. It is a, a variety. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But that is. That it's is. like a, an era, a tune of an era. Is, but yeah. I mean, all of these are going to be, this is gonna be really hard for me because this is like yeah. my, like when I fell in love with DJ. This is no music. lower than two. <laughs> no, surely not. A two or a three? I put it at two. <laughs> two, I mean. It's P's and Q's, it's still Kano, real. P's and Q's. All right, we'll just, yeah, because we've sorry. got to move on. Yeah, so we, that, that is Kano, P's and Q's. So Sully anyone that's from... watched Top Boy, that is Kano. What is yeah. his name in Top Boy? Sully. Sully, of course yeah, it is. Sully, Sully. Top Boy. DB's, but is how I got an Asbo. <laughs> <laughs> 
That is the best comment we've ever had on this podcast. Yeah. UK people, though. That is hilarious. Anti, antisocial behavior order. Is that right? Yes. Oh, God, I'm crying. <laughs> That's true. Right. Jeez. Next one. What was that? Number two. Wow. That was a. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you made my day, DV. Yes. Right. right, next one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, another big tune. A big one. Oh, man. What a tune, by the way. Yeah. Big what track. a tune. The title of this podcast is going to be What Made Jamie Cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's right, a MIA paper, MIA paper planes. Yeah, uh, I used to love the gunshot and I used to loop it. Yeah. Doosh, 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 doosh. And then you can mix like an indie tune underneath. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was kind of like tempo. It was kind of drum and bass tempo ish as well, isn't it? Yeah, and you can like, yeah, it's good. MIA paper planes. Like, watch. Right. What are we doing? I put that like five. Yeah. Turn it down a bit for MIA. I mean,. Produced Paper. by Diplo as well, legend. Was that played at the back of buses? I don't. It was know. that age, wasn't it? Yeah. Like it's just this of... era, in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah I suppose. Yeah. You know what I mean? I right. Next one. Oh, okay. This reminds me when I first started going out, <laughs> yeah. clubbing, drinking, yeah. just not caring about life. Like, yeah. just, yeah, living for the night. Living for the night. I mean, super cheesy, right? But I think it was that thing. I, I, it was when I started going out and pretending to be a student before I was actually of student age. Like, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. so young. I just wanted to fit in. I just wanted to fit in. Yeah. I just wanted to be like the cool kids. Yeah. That all went out and got pissed every night. So, um, uh, I don't know. What, what would you say? Who was this? it? Riding, what was it? Riding Chameleon. Chameleon. Yeah. Chameleon. Yeah, riding. I'm going to go six. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good with that. Next one. Yep. Oh, right, oh number one! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyone, any, anyone from not from the UK, like, oh, what is this? Yeah. Everyone's like, what's happening this week? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've got a bigger US audience, so they're probably just like getting an education now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So this is like the oh, north of the UK baseline. I mean, maybe not. If you're not from the UK and you know this song, please let me know in the chat now. Like, yeah. T2, yeah. heartbroken. That is. I don't even have to think twice. That's number one. Is that number yeah. one? As yeah. back 100%. of the bus. As if back, the theme uh, yeah. is back of the bus, right? I mean, that I mean, takes top spot because I've heard that a hundred times at the back of a yeah. bus. <laughs> and it's a song from Leeds where we are. So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's got to be number one. Yeah. Is, it, is it over this? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, this is this is unreal, <laughs> but yeah, three. Do you know what? I, oh, I'll have to wait till the end because there is one that could take the number one spot. I don't know if it's in your list or oh. not, but I'm going to say at the end. Um, what are we doing for that three? Right. So that is, by the way, that is temper tea. Next hype. Next hype. Which again, um, it's quite. It's newer. That I it used to DJ that. Too. That's not really yeah. like that okay. same era. Okay. Shall we go? Yeah, like yeah. Sh- I'd put that. Mm, uh, I four. Think we've got three, four, and seven left. I thought three is three. At first, I, I, I kind of want to save a three and four because yeah, I leave feel three like and four. Right, let's go temper tea. Temper tea in its Next type. It was yeah. fun to me. You want to smash so up your own house to it. that song? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yes. I knew this would be in it. Just in time for just in time for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Three or four? Three? Uh, four? No, should we go four? Four, four, four. Let me, let me move yeah, that. Okay. Four. Oh, man, I've messed my list up. Right, four. Soldier Boy. Yeah. Crank, Crank that. that. 
By the way, just in time for Christmas, the right. you, you can mix with all I want for Christmas, Mariah Carey, when she yeah. just gets that wordplay going on. Yeah. I just want Number to apologise to anyone that's not from the UK. This, this is probably worse, one of the worst songs ever made. <laughs> but if you're from the UK... Is it Baby Cakes? It is. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Baby Cakes. You just don't know. <laughs> I apologise to the, to the globe <laughs> for this song. See, this Baby brings out my inner... Chav, yeah. like, like your joy inside. Chav, yeah. yeah. I was certain you were going to leave one open for this. I, like, I, I was See, certain. I'm glad this is three. Yeah, I am yeah. glad it's three. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wouldn't be mad if it was one. Yeah, back nah. of the bus. It it does. It is. Yeah. We That's, smash these lists. We to be do. Fair. Smash Look at that. Them, yeah. like, Who was Baby Cakes by? I, three I, I, one I, I hit don't, wonder. Three of a kind. I, don't, oh, I was going. I wasn't going to put it out there because I didn't want to put that on the world. Listen up, USA. Do you know what? What I was. When you played next type, I was like, actually, Lethal B, pal. It was or, on there. Was it on yeah. there? But then I thought, mm, there's a grime one in here somewhere. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, that yeah. could have taken number one for me. Yeah. I was obsessed. It, I, I had that, that there. I had too many man there. And like, I was like, ooh. There's loads of people like, never heard of it. Yeah. Not from the UK. No. Sorry, guys. Uh, it, it won't be this UK. Don't know the music, but love it. All yeah. right. Okay. Well, these are songs to check out. Let's put this inside of the comments. And then yeah, put that, in the, chat. Put, right, put the in the chat. Put the list in the chat now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Do it right, list right. Uh, say it out from the bottom to the top. Right, so from the bottom to the top, we've got Temper T, Next Type. And Chameleon Air, is it called Riding Dirty, that one? It's riding, yeah. Riding, I think, riding, yeah. yeah. Just riding. Uh, number five, MIA Paper Planes. Number four, Soldier Boy Crank That. Number three, Three of a Kind and Baby Cake. <laughs> 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 number two, Kano. P's and Q's oh, that yeah. causes asmos. Yeah. Number, one, <laughs> number one, two, two, heartbroken, which yeah. is a banger. That might be my favourite one yet. Yes. That was great. I, I mean, full it, disclosure, it I, might not serve the I audience have as well, that but. playlist on at the gym many times. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm going to go and favourite all that stuff. So my Spotify <laughs> algorithm learns about my history a bit more. Oh my God. <laughs> you just need like, like Tiesto to like redo baby cakes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we do, but we really like, do. I think we should do that era of like when David Getter loved Don't Let Me Go, that electro house oh, era. Yeah. That'd be quite a good That'd one to good do. Yeah. Let us know as well, because you all play along, you know, yeah, yeah, in the yeah. chat, in the comments, let us know like what areas and themes you want us to do for this game, for sure. because it's a lot of fun. Guys, I've had a lot of fun. <laughs> guys, as always, only legends of this podcast. Um, we want to give you some value back. So any anyone that listens to this podcast, Use the code off the record twenty on our website, wearecrossfader.co.uk. Off the record for twenty percent off. So the code is off the record for twenty percent off of any of our DJ courses. We have courses on Serato, Recordbox, Denon, XDJ, CDJ, and our genre courses. Hip hop, house, techno. We've got how to get gigs courses, music management, which is the latest one. Um, so yeah, if you want twenty percent off, then go to the wearecrossfader.co.uk. And yeah, thank you for checking out this week's episode. And you can get all of those courses, just another little plug, all of those courses just mentioned, yep. which is basically like 90% off the retail price for the complete package. So just go check out the complete package as well. If you are not sure and want to just like dive into lots of different styles and mixing. Yeah, amazing. Guys, thank you very much. We will see you next week. Same yep. time, same place. Peace. 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 Peace.